Hey, it's Sam, and you're listening to Catch All, the podcast, a show for creating a life well-lived. We explore topics ranging from relationships and business to mental health and pop culture and everything in between with friends, experts, and people who generally have their shit together. Let's get into it. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back to Catch All the Podcast. My name is Sam, and you're listening to episode number three. Yeah, we made it to three. It's exciting, I know. And to celebrate such a fabulous occasion, I am bringing on my very first guest, also somebody who couldn't say no um, because he happens to be my husband. So ladies and gentlemen, and people who do not identify as one gender or another, I am presenting to you, Mr. Brandon Hill. (laughs) Wow. Here we are. Or non-disclosure that I didn't have a choice to be on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Held at gunpoint for sure. Maybe not gunpoint. That is dramatic. You're right. That's just you. However, um, yeah, you. this was non-optional. Non-negotiable? Yeah. I'm trying to be really quiet with my Yeah, water. okay, stop drinking it. Why, are you I'm nervous? Thirsty. Okay, put the water bottle down. I'm just not going to close it. Don't close it and talk into the mic. I'm talking into the mic. Oh, my God. Hey, Mike. This is going terribly so far. I think it's going great. Okay. So this here, is how our conversations go normally. Yes, I understand that. However, <laughs> I was trying to make this an award-winning series, and you have just blown my chances. Yeah, because everybody's going to love me, and then I'm just going to create a new podcast that everyone's going to listen to. Easton's having a bad dream. The dog is growling, so this is this <laughs> this is going really well so far. This might actually be my worst one yet, mm-hmm. which is nice. Okay, so here's what we're doing tonight. This, um, I had a great idea for us to talk to each other because we're facing a global pandemic um, where we are supposed to be social distancing ourselves and we don't hang out with each other as much as we have been (laughs) on a regular basis. So I feel like we were running out of things to do together. Because we tend to not hang out this often. (laughs) There's only so many shows on Netflix that you can watch over and over again. Netflix is is becoming Easton is becoming a bit of a dire straits. I will not lie. Now it's going. (laughs) I can't tell. I can't tell if it's on or if it's off. Well, you need to perfect that before we get going with these podcasts. I know you're right. Okay. So I had this idea to do, I think it's on now. How do you confirm that? It's not flashing. So we're going to go with it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you at the end of this. (laughs) So I had this idea to do an ask me anything, meet the Hales edition. So we're going to answer some questions And typically for people that actually do podcasting 
like like seriously and they have a following what happens is they'll canvas their audience for questions to answer so obviously I don't have an audience and even when I do ask people for questions they just ignore me uh so I I just googled some Okay. And they weren't good enough. So you made up your own. No, these were good questions. These are not my own. Did you write a blog about questions to ask and then Google your blog to get the questions? Okay. That's rude. (laughs) That's rude. That's fine. If that's the way that this is going to be, you can answer (laughs) the first question. The first question is, What was your first kiss like? And I'll preface this by saying we we briefly reviewed these questions prior to beginning this recording, and I cannot remember the answer to this question. So fill us in. I'm just here, so I don't get fined. What? I'm just kidding. Okay. Just catch up on your sports. Besides the fact, <laughs> the answer to the question, um, I know it was when we were living at my when I was living at my parents' house. Obviously, I don't even think we were dating yet. Pretty mm. sure we went to the mall, and then you came back to my place. We were just hanging out, and I grabbed something that was yours. I don't remember what it was, but I was holding it away for you. You reached for it, and we were. Oh my god, it was the Rubik's Cube. That's what it was. I had a feeling it was, but I was already winning at this question, so I gave you a chance to, you know, get a couple points back. Yeah, I totally didn't remember that. But But you remembered the Rubik's Cube. That's what matters. (laughs) The the kiss was obviously not memorable. I was a peck. Okay. So didn't have a mustache like this back then, so you can't really remember it. Yeah. It wasn't that devastating. It was. Yeah. Because let me tell you, the mustache is creating a lot of problems right now for me. That's one woman's opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have other opinions? (laughs) Ask Aspen. Okay. She doesn't seem to mind. Okay. I digress. So let's get back. So, but what happened? You took the, was I playing with the Ruby's cube? I don't remember. Okay, so somehow you had a Rubik's Cube, I I tried to get it from you, you kissed me, then what? You punched me. (laughs) You seem to do that in magical moments. Magic moments, the reflexes to punch you. Or just tell me to fuck off. Yeah, true. Okay, so I'll have to put an explicit warning on this particular episode, which is nice. Are you not allowed to swear on this episode? Sure you are. This isn't like a Bible-thumping podcast, so we're fine. Thank God. Okay, so I punched you. So obviously, I would. That was really a, a well received peck, mustacheless peck. But did you punch me because you wanted more, or because it was like what, what I, was that? I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you don't remember the kiss, so it's. I don't you remember. Didn't want more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall that. So sorry, but. It ended up working out, obviously, because here we are 11 years later. 
So well, something did. Whether it was the Rubik's cube that I stole from you, and you're still looking for, or yeah, can't find it. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, question number two. Let's move on because I don't remember any of that. Question number two. How did you first meet? Am I answering this one or are you, you answering this one? You go first. <laughs> Tell me your version. <laughs> you could go onto your Instagram or your blog and it'll tell everybody. I don't know that I have actually explicitly written about that. About walking down the hallway? That wasn't when we first met. Oh. Like in like grade nine when you were dating another dude? And always. he came over, always dating another dude, eh? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Great. I'm here. Bye. Okay. Uh, yeah. And he came up and introduced you to me, even though you were dating him. I don't recall that. Who was that? Am I allowed to say names? Maybe not. Oh. For the listeners at home. <laughs> He just mouthed the name to me, but I don't rem- I don't remember that happening. It's because- right in front of the calf. Okay, that's great. You remember? And then you, you drew um, okay. your family tree. Yes, because that's how I remember it happening. You just I don't-, don't remember who you were dating at the time, which I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record state that I am not a floozy. I just happened to always date another guy. Play the field, which I think is important. In Every life. Position. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get let's get back to that because I don't recall that I was introduced to you. What I do recall was that somehow I came up to you and was like, hey, you played hockey with my cousin, and you were like, oh, really? And then you thought I was related to somebody that I will not mention because they were extremely odd. And I had to draw a family tree to show you that I was not, in fact, related to that person. But they were... I don't even know why that was relevant. I thought you were related. You thought that I was related. She told me that you and her Yes, were and I was very thrown off by that. So I had to clear the air and I drew a family family tree <sighs> to show you that that person is not part of my family. <laughs> so that's what I remember. Although, if I'm being honest, I do partially recall, like, seeing you at the rink because you played on my cousin's hockey team, mm-hmm. um, like, when we were younger. But I could, I don't think I ever, like, ha- have a moment, you know, when we were, like, 12 or however old you guys were, where I thought that I, like, re- like I don't recognize you in any of those memories, but... The general idea of Most you. people don't recognize me on the ice. Never really stood out to anybody out there. Yeah, that's not wrong. Yeah. Especially at the age of 12. Yeah, you you sucked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's how we met. We we can agree on that. Yes. Give or take a few details. Remember the gist of it. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay, so the next question. Ooh, let's get into it. What is your favorite part of marriage? So it's coming up how many months? Nine? Nine-ish months? 
Eight, yeah. Uh, sure. Let's go with that. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a long time, eh? No. Oh. Well, I was just thinking like nine months, like our anniversary just passed, but that was our dating anniversary. Right. Yeah. So nine months of like married nine months, so she's life. supposed to be saying years. Either way, she's wrong. It's not. But it's not wrong. No. That's right. Okay, so we've been married for give or take nine months, depending on which party in this discussion <laughs> you ask. Remember, who remembers what? So, so tell me, what what is your favorite part of marriage so far? I, don't, I mean, it's hard to say. What's, nothing's really changed. I think that would actually be my favorite part. I agree. I never <laughs> even thought about that. I guess you're always looking for the change when someone says what's the difference between getting married and dating, but there was no change because, well, we were together for so long before we got married. Yeah. And I think, I'm well, I think that depends also on who you ask because Wade, our officiant slash marriage counselor had um, a different opinion on that that marriage was different than just dating. But I feel like with the relationship that we have, it is kind of unprecedented Mm. anyways, in the sense of like, even our dating wasn't the same as other people's dating. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, no, it was, it was different because Obviously, like we were dating for 10 years, nine years, 10 years. Well, yeah. And we like grew up together. We like it wasn't like we anything even became because of marriage. We were already living together. Mm -hmm. We've been together for so long. Right. You know, we were even engaged for like a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah, almost two years. So, I mean, yeah, it was like really status quo for sure. The only thing different about being married and just dating was like the last, like even our engagement, like we never even, we spent time together, but we didn't really live together throughout the whole engagement. Right. Well, we did and then we didn't because yeah, of my for, move. Well, no, because it was after you moved. You were gone. Oh and yeah, then you came right. Back. Yeah. Jeez, oh you yeah. You don't remember that either, right? No, I remember. I just it's a, it was a tough time, so I just tried to block it all out of my Getting head. Getting engaged was a tough time. No, <laughs> the moving part. <laughs> <laughs> so the timeline for for you listening is uh, we we bought our house in February, <clears throat> and or sorry, we bought our house years prior, but we ended up moving in once it was finally built and ready to go. We moved in in February, and then by the August of that year, uh, I was sent away for a project that I was working on. So I was roughly like three and a half, almost four hours away, um, and I was supposed to be there for like six months, eight months, and it ended up being like closer to 16 months. So I came back the like just a few months before the wedding. I came back in December. Just before Christmas. Yeah, I came back in December. For my birthday, yeah. yeah. And then we got married in May. So 
yeah, for that most of that time, we didn't even live together, really. Like, I came home for the first little while every other weekend. And then after... Once your roommate left, you were back every weekend. Yeah. Well, because it was like... Well, part it was partly that and partly also because of, like, dad's surgery and Muzz's th- diagnosis with the cancer and all that shit. And then I, I was like, why am I not coming home on weekends? Because it was exhausting, but it was like, you know what? It, there's Stuff matters more than, you know, feeling like I'm always on the run and always out of time and all this shit, right? So... We got off on a good tangent on that one. So your favorite part of being married <laughs> is... Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. It all stays the same. Yeah, that's cool. I think. Of course. I, well, I th- well, There's a reason that we got married is because we like the way that things were. Right. And if things were to change after we got married, chances are you don't stay married. Probably, yeah. I wouldn't know. Well, things haven't <laughs> stayed the same because, I mean, you've quit your job. You have your own company now. Yeah. So things are things evolve. But I think what's interesting about us is that we've been able over the last 11 years to hone in on that ability to, like, evolve together. It's just understanding that people change. And if you want to stay with a certain person, you have to be willing to uh, – adapt not yeah well yeah but like welcome the change right yeah because i think like deep down everybody is fundamentally exactly who they are as a person and it just might be like a different expression of that you know what i mean sure if you want to get that deep well you have the same values and the same beliefs and the same moral compass or whatever um and just just like like how you express that in your life changes so yeah i quit my job and now i work you know, for myself. So that is a huge adjustment. And obviously as a person, I've grown through that, but fundamentally I still laugh too hard at my own jokes. Did you just poke yourself in the eye? Yeah. Oh to my God. What a, are you doing? I laugh. <laughs> do, oh. you, do you need to take a break? No. Nope. Let me see. Oh, it's bad. It's hardly bad. You're crying. Well, I poked myself in the eye. You ever poked yourself in the eye? I wear glasses, so it's protected. Okay, so let's let's move on. Trying. <laughs> tell us, <laughs> tell us about what the first sixty minutes of your day look like. First half an hour is usually spent hitting the snooze button. Hmm. Oh. While Aspen creates a dog pile on me. (sighs) Then I get up and I start getting myself together, make my breakfast, get Aspen going because Easton doesn't like getting out of bed. And then I listen to you snore (laughs) while I walk out the door. Yeah. So mostly you have a pretty quiet morning, would you say? Yeah, and then another hour driving into work. Oh, true. Which so it's pretty loud at that point because I cranked the radio. What do you listen to? 97.7. Okay, but nobody knows what that means. So. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what kind of music is that? Uh, it's a mixture of like rock, a little bit of metal. Metal? Some classic rock. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
why would you choose to listen to that on your ride into work? Uh, I think it doesn't matter too much about the music because honestly, driving to work, most stations, it's just the people talking that take up most of the time. Right. They play one or yeah, two songs right. and commercials and people talking. The morning show scene yeah. is very conversational. Of course. And I don't agree with it because I just want to listen to some music. But I also don't want to listen to Spotify because, you know, supporting the people in the... From the radio industry? Yeah, in the airways. <laughs> wow. That's really kind of you. Um, okay. So that's great. Um, I don't know if people really want to know about the first 60 minutes of my day. Because I, I feel... I would love to because I've never <laughs> you don't know what I do. <laughs> uh, so you basically... you So you leave at like 6 a.m. every morning, right? Correct. So usually by about 6.10 the dogs are whining to go outside again. It's because they're stuck with you. Yeah, they obviously hate my guts. So I will get up and I will let them out. And then I go to the bathroom and I brush my teeth and I get ready and I get dressed. Full disclosure, I brush my teeth as well. I just didn't think it needed to go into that. Yeah, people want the details. Detail. Yeah, they need the details. <coughs> Excuse you. Sorry. I'm going to have to edit that out. Sure. <laughs> so get ready, get dressed in some capacity. If I'm going out, I probably look a little more presentable. Although given the current state of the world, I don't go out. So I mostly wear sweatpants. And then I will come out and I will grab a cup of coffee from the coffee that you so lovingly made. Prepare the night before. Yeah, it's ready to go. And it's nice and hot and it's great. No complaints. And then I will do a little reading, get my day scheduled out, and get to work. That's that's basically what So what time do you start working? Uh, it kind of varies, but usually I'm at my computer around 6.30-ish. And on Instagram, reading blogs, or... Yeah. You get to work. No, 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 no. So I start by reading blogs and and catching up on some emails, cleaning out some old stuff that I don't need. Or every day. Depends on the day. But yeah, every day definitely coffee and listen and uh, reading blogs, different articles. What time do you start playing music? Sometimes I don't. I haven't been actually really that much. Just you and your thoughts, eh? There's the a lot scary, of them. Place. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a big bag of weird up there. Um, so yeah, I usually start actually working anywhere between like seven thirty and eight. So. And then you wrap up at the end of the day around three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most days, like three thirty ish. So I kind of stick to like that same schedule that I had when I was at state. Mm-hmm. I think I'm used to it. The idea of working past like four o'clock makes me just want to vomit. I hear you. The fact of being home after four o'clock is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. Um, let's see. What is it like to be married to an entrepreneur? That's a question for you. 
I'm just here so I don't get fined. I don't I don't understand that reference. I forget who it was. It was an NFL player. He sat down in the uh, post-game press conference or whatever. Yeah. And he didn't want to answer any questions. But if he didn't go up and answer any of the questions, he was going to get fined. Oh. So he answered every question is the saying, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that because the joke was not landing. Uh, it wasn't for you. It was for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> for the people. All three of them. Well, you never know. Okay. That's fine. So are you going to actually answer the question? or It's just... no – It's uh, it, the only difference that I have noticed is if there's days where – you're not feeling it in the morning and work takes you into the night, then you're just working all night when I get home, which it is what it is because it's not like it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. But there are those nights where it's like, Hey, you need to make dinner because I'm busy, which is fine. I'll make dinner and Mm -hmm. then I'll clean up and then I'll do everything. I feel like you should probably tread lightly on that one. Why? Because I make dinner every single night. Okay. So would it kill you to freaking like grill up a hamburger once? That's what I just said. All right. I said I'll make dinner. I'm I don't mind that. Okay. That doesn't happen often. That's what I said. Okay. You were listening. I was listening. You I'm heard just what you reiterating. Wanted. No, you heard what you wanted. <laughs> okay. So what? Do, so what does that mean? That occasionally you notice that I work into the evening. Yeah. And that's what it's like to be married to an entrepreneur. Well, it's just you don't because you work on your own schedule. Oh, right. Right. If you're working at state and you got into work and you're like, I don't feel like doing anything. You kind of got away with it. I would like to set the record straight. <laughs> <laughs> like to set the record straight that I always did a very good job at my corporate career. When you were working. I work all the time. okay so now that the cat's out of the bag on uh, my apparent slacking situation let's not slacking you're right sometimes it's tough to get into it you're right i know some people have slow days in every industry regardless of what job they're doing i drive the speed limit to work and sometimes i drive slower (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate that Okay, so let's move on to – okay, this is a good one. I'm going to skip some of these because I you don't – 15 questions. Yeah, and we're already at almost half an hour, so we'll we'll skip some. Okay, just get to the good ones. Get to the meat and potatoes. The, what? Okay, the peas and here, potatoes. The, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> Mashed potatoes and peas. What is your best marriage advice? I feel it there doesn't even have to be in a marriage in any relationship that you have because I deal with this at work sometimes is people don't listen. Case in point, the question before, you heard what you wanted to hear. I think you need to talk louder. Why are you whispering? Because I don't want you to cuff me in the side of the head. Okay. I I didn't hear what I wanted to hear. I was reiterating certain points of that particular statement. Yeah. Okay, so what's your point? What is your marriage advice? Can we can we get to the communication? Point? Right. And what? Uh, how do you mean? 
Well, I I don't think that I've heard before. Oh uh, no, we don't fight, and it's because I just don't like fighting. That's so I just eh? yeah, and just so I keep my mouth shut. Well, okay, so you're just gonna live the rest of your life just living somebody else's life because you don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't want to bring up something that you want to accomplish because you're afraid that the other person's going to say no. Right. There always has to be a no. Somebody. Somebody is always the bad guy. Definitely. But I think that's the whole point is you have to be able to like work through that and understand that, you know, there's a, there's a compromise that happens. And if there isn't, then there ends up being, I think a resentment, which only lasts as long as somebody's willing to put up with it. Mm-hmm. And then that's when everything friggin' cracks, right? Mm-hmm. So But you don't always want to go in headstrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not good at that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree though. It's a yeah, it's a big it's a compromise for sure. Well, it's like I said, it's communicating, it's learning how to communicate with your spouse or whoever it is you're talking to. If it's your boss, like I've had a lot of occasions where I'm undermined, where I, I bring up a suggestion of something that we should do at work and it's either just not acknowledged or it's a no and there's no actual answer for why. Mm-hmm. Which is what it is at that point. I'm like, okay, well, right. nothing I can do here. He pays the bill, so. True. In this situation, mostly you make the most money. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> what, you sh- what you say should go. But that's not actual fact. No, you can't. You can't <laughs> run a relationship, a marriage, off of he makes the most money or she makes the most money. So they get the final say. Okay. And we're back. So we got cut off. I'm still trying to figure out the tech on this. Uh, The world was saying the man needs to eat. And you, and we have been off for almost 30 minutes. Oh, did you? Oh yeah, you did right there in front of me. I forgot. Sorry. I was kind of busy. Okay, let's finish out some of these questions. Uh, we last left off with your your best marriage advice, and we were talking about the idea of compromise and how you can look towards uh, a difficult situation or a conflict and approach that as a team rather than if you're facing a difficult situation, it's not one of you against the other per se. Yeah. Like if one person wants to purchase something and the other person says, no, we can't, there has to be, we cannot purchase this thing because of this reason, not just, no, you're not purchasing that because I don't want you to purchase that. Right. I think in a healthy relationship, you're probably going to find that somebody says that something can or can't happen, not because that's what they feel like, but because it's in the best interest of the collective family unit. You hope that that's... Right. That's what I'm saying. And I like a healthy relationship. Not that I'm an expert, but still. 
Okay. So let's move on to, um, are you ever uncomfortable with what I share on line on Instagram or the blog or whatever? No. Would you care to expand (laughs) on that? No, because I, I want to say because of, I've said this already. (laughs) I've already told you this because we recorded this once already, but. Uh, No, I'm a pretty open person as it is. If you ask me a question, I'm not afraid to answer it. Yeah. So if for you to, like, obviously, like, I mean, nothing that you've said so far that I've read mm-hmm. on, on any of your platforms. Do Have you I read everything? No. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's the spirit. I'm here for a short Husband time. of the year over here, everybody. Um, yeah, I think also I approach it a little bit differently than maybe some of these like quote unquote influencers in the sense of what I talk about on the various platforms. Like there's always a line between like oversharing, you know, like Instagram stories all day, every day versus, you know, what I pick and choose to share from like a written standpoint, because there's always this, this element of filtering what happens in our life and what people actually know. You also have to think about it with these other people. Like how many of them are only talking about um, like sponsors that they have. Mm. Like I see a lot of that on my, I mean, obviously it depends on who you follow and what they are, uh, promoting mm-hmm. right like for you it's yourself true yeah majority of the time although now that you bring that up now is a great time to talk about my friends at craft dinner craft dinner um who i'm still waiting to hear from there is another brand of macaroni and cheese if craft dinner doesn't want to give it to you i mean Anne's maybe I think it's Annie's, but Anne is like the more Anne is if you're like on a first name basis yeah yeah. Okay. Um, but Annie's so like. It's organic. It's pasta and cheese. Powdered cheese. How is it organic? I don't know. I don't care also. It tastes the same. It all is good. I think if you're a mac and cheese aficionado, it doesn't matter. You take what you can get. Okay. That's fine. So let's move on to this one. This is good because I think from a demographic perspective, some people might be finding some good information in this question. What did you learn about me when we moved in together? Your socks. You wear them, <laughs> you hate them, and then you just leave them everywhere. Um, right. <laughs> I have a sock problem. That's not a lie. I don't like socks. I. But then you complain your feet are cold. It's a it's a predicament that I find myself in. Yeah, it's quite quite a conundrum. What if we got you socks that are like the mittens where your fingers are loose? No, hate toe socks. Yeah, but it wouldn't be. It would only cover your feet. You wouldn't even feel like toe oh, socks because not it would just... toe socks. The opposite of toe socks, toeless socks. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I would hate it because I hate feet. And then I'd have to look at your toes. You'd have to make sure your toes nails are painted. Thank you for the feedback on that. I'm probably not going to get toeless socks, I think. We could do a test run with the socks we have. Just cut the toes out of them. You can walk around and see how it's... I like to be able to take off my socks. And if that's the problem, if that's the thing you've learned about me in being married or are living together, that's the only thing, eh? Well, that's good. Well, you leave them on the stairs and they fall. You don't fall. You've never ever once fallen down the stairs. So don't even... No, I have fallen down the stairs, but not due to your socks. You were probably drunk. It's entirely possible. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that time that you... (laughs) You came down the stairs and your pants just fell. I was drunk. I know. I was there. (laughs) Um, That's why I don't drink anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In moving in with you, I have learned that you like to complain about my socks. Well, hopefully it works. (laughs) And you stop leaving your socks everywhere. Um. Actually, I have learned, if we can be serious for a moment. Oh, okay. Is it past your bedtime? Okay, we're almost done. Just relax. Um, I have learned that you, I don't think I know any other person that is as, like, dedicated to any, like, something that they, they put their mind to. Like, I think, like, you have a level of commitment that... I truly, I don't think I've ever seen anybody have, like, at all. Which, obviously, now living with you, I see on a day-to-day, first-hand basis. But that, in what regard, and the example is? Well, the gym, obviously. Okay, and then what else? Well, the gym, because that's what you've set your mind to. <laughs> the <laughs> one and else. only thing since Nothing we've else moved at in all. together. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. I think you become, like, very uh, dedicated to whatever it is that you're focused on. So you your brain doesn't have room for other things, like, to worry about other shit. As much as there's not much up there, there's also not much room for a lot of things. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. And you take up a lot of it. I take up a lot of it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. (laughs) That's fine. Um, Okay. Uh, Did we do this one already? Who hogs the bed? I might have got caught. Yeah, I think I got cut off. The the dogs. The dogs. The dogs. Aspen. Mostly on my side. Yeah, and we tried to have them not sleep with us, um, but that doesn't go very well. No. Well, at least for Easton, it doesn't go very well. He whines a lot. Yeah, and I think, like, would you rather stay awake listening to him cry or be able to sleep and then he gets I in. I just, if they could stay off the bed until I fell asleep. And once I'm asleep, if they get on the bed without waking me up, eh, sure, whatever. Mm. It's happened before. Right. And it works. Mm. Furball. <laughs> Somebody here has a furball. Okay. 
let's do, let is do, okay, this is the last one. So let's do this one. What is the most important lesson you've learned from each other? Is this the one where I talked about money? <laughs> yeah. Is that still your answer or are you changing your answer? No, that's the answer. Okay. Can you expand on it? Because the people at I home... was, you know, you said if I screw up to pause. Oh, okay. I paused, but you didn't. Sorry. We have to work on a signal, I think. <laughs> okay, let's pause. It would be money. 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 Money uh, not being an object. It, what? Not, or sorry, no, no, that's not what I want to say. It's finite. It's not infinite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, like it's not a it doesn't endless... just it's not just there. Right. You can't just buy whatever you want. You know, big purchases or even just little purchases add up. Right. Like and the time that we spent like $800 in a month at Tim Hortons. Yeah. That's disgusting. It happens. That's like a car payment. $800 in a month? Yeah. We did that? Yeah, we did. When was that? It was mostly you. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, July, August maybe. I can pull the, the report. If you don't believe me. Of course you can. Of course I can. Of course you can. Okay. So why do you think that financial literacy was not something that you had previously? You're never taught about it. It's not a thing. It's English and science and history and all that through your, your schooling. Mm -hmm. And they never teach you. About how to survive with the money you're given. Right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like so many people, myself included, not anymore, but you know, they think of a credit card as extra money. Oh, well, I don't have money in my bank account, but I can use this credit card and I'll just pay off the minimum payments. Mm. Well, that's going to screw up any of your credit. Right. Well, making the minimum payments isn't going to screw up your credit, but carrying a balance for a significant amount of time can screw up your credit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, right. Which is interesting because that was something that was just like the back of my hand for me. Like I just understood that. I mean, I worked at a credit card company for many years, so I sort of understood like the nuanced aspects of that in terms of like interest and debt repayment and and all that sort of thing. But it's interesting that we have such different experiences with that. Yeah. Like that was a conversation that we had in my house growing up. And not that I knew like the nitty gritty details of my parents' finances, but, you know, the concept of a dollar, the concept of saving up to do something, the concept of, um, you know, working. Like I worked multiple jobs from as soon as I could get a part-time job. Um, and from then on, like I didn't buy my own stuff. And if I didn't, have money for it and then buy it mm -hmm. um so it's interesting that that was something 
that you didn't really have a handle on for well many years. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was never a top topic of conversation in our house. Do you feel like you would have been further ahead in life, generally speaking, if you would have been better equipped to manage your money? I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. I'm not. We're not behind. True. Per se. Yeah. Like I guess in like like yeah relative to what like yeah. who do you compare what would it to? I have like an extra couple grand in the bank account right now really right well you might have that three you, you might have a few grand or you might have that ski erg <laughs> well okay we could buy one tomorrow but we won't but we won't <laughs> because we need a third person in this marriage that likes to work out <laughs> Yeah, so we're now taking applications <laughs> for a third. That's nice. Okay, well, it's it's past our bedtime now. Yeah, I still need to shower. Yeah, you smell. Shut up. <laughs> so, with that being said, thank you for joining me for this first edition of... What did I call this? I forget meet the hails or something i'm not really sure it's there but craft dinner we're waiting (laughs) we're waiting for you (laughs) (laughs) so thank you again for tuning in to the podcast we back next week with another episode don't forget to subscribe and download this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and if you're feeling so inclined leave a review It helps a lot with visibility and reach in the podcast charts, and I would be incredibly grateful. So from all of us here over at the Hale House, we bid you good night, and we will chat to you another time. Bye-bye.